0: Started, you may keep your seats, page 318. 64 264, 264. Yeah. And the-
1: Say amen. 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 That's pretty weak on a Wednesday night. If you're glad that you're in the house of God, say amen. 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 Good to see you. Amen. There you go. Uh, we appreciate all of you being here tonight. Um, no announcements um, outstanding or anything like that, but we do have some prayer requests that we really, 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 really need to spend some time in prayer about. Um, Brother Rick Oldham had his. Uh, Brain surgery this afternoon. They started promptly around 1230 Uh, Deb and I were up there with sister Karen and some of the family and they got as much as they could of both masses is the way the doctor put it and uh, He will be in ICU all through the night and but they did discover that he's not lost any movement in his right in his left hand which where he was being affected. And so that's a, that's an answer to prayer in and of itself right there. Our God is still a God that'll answer prayer. Thank God for that. But, uh, we need, we need to really keep brother Rick on our prayer uh, list and in our hearts to pray for him. And, uh, and to really just all through the day, just hold him up. Every time you think about him, just mention him in prayer. And, uh, we know that God will do the rest. Amen. Um, how, about, how about your prayer request tonight? Anything to Karen? Yeah, and Karen. Um, she really needs her, our prayers. This, all of this, somebody in her shape had the stroke and the, the extreme OCD issues that she's got. This really affected her in a bad way and we really need to keep caring held up before the throne also uh, brother Jeff Anything else tonight? Merville Baptist Church. We need to keep that at the top of the list also. It's good to have Tom. Did you say Tom? Tony. Tony, Tony. excuse me. I'm bad with names. From Connecticut. And he'd be moving down this way. And we need to pray for him and his family. As he undergoes this transition of moving. And... uh, been listening to it. the services on sermon audio and be moving around this area don't don't even know where right now but we need to pray for tony that god to be with him and his family so keep him what's your last name rosano. wow
0: Rosano.
1: you're gonna to have to spell that That's
0: one R-O-S-S-A-N-O.
1: rosano oh yeah just the way i thought it would be <laughs> amen Anything else on your hearts tonight? Well, as she plays something, let's all gather around these altars of prayer. The Bible says, and it's always said this call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great mighty things which thou knowest not. Our God is still God. A prayer answering God. Have any missionary love offering you want to give tonight, you can come give it.
2: safe evermore and all of God's people said amen.
1: amen glad we're safe in Jesus amen amen let's take our Bibles and turn to the book of Genesis chapter number one tonight we just finished up we just finished up uh volume one of the book of Acts and we're going to take a little Intermissionary break, intermission break right here from the Book of Acts. And last Wednesday night, I was over there in the in the fellowship hall. writing it down at all and I found out who was making the stir but uh they were talking and and she asked me a bible question and she asked about something that would involve God and when you get to study the thought of God that is something that if you began tonight and, and spent your time through eternity trying to discover all there is to know about God, you'd never know Him still in His fullness. I've always said that's why it gives us eternal life. It's going to take us that long to get to know Him. Amen. I mean, God, you walk outside them doors on a, on a still night, the stars are twinkling. The moon is shining bright and you just look up. And you try to imagine God. It's overwhelming. One of the scientists, that, uh atheist scientists said one time, said, at times I feel like we're all alone in this universe. At other times, there's somebody out there. And he said, the thought of either will drive you crazy trying to figure it out. That's what an atheist said about it. And when you try to conceive the fact that there's a God out there. Who has never had a beginning. Never will have an ending. Our finite minds cannot comprehend it. If we could comprehend God with our minds. God wouldn't be God. And I want to begin tonight, I want to answer a question that Sister Melinda asked. She said, Brother John, she said, there's God the Father. She said, but then there's God the Son. She said, are there two? And we want to discover some things about God tonight in the reflection of that question and just find out who this God is. So in Genesis chapter 1, I want you to begin there with me, and I want you to keep your Bibles open, please. Because we are going to cover a lot of Scripture tonight, and uh, a lot, a lot about God. And I want you to follow along with me from your Bible. And uh, you think about it, the only way that we do know exact truth about God is through the written Word of God. And thankful that we have a book. Written by God Himself that He reveals Himself in this book. And that's where we want to begin tonight. We want to talk about the revelation of God. God. And how God has revealed Himself to us uh, through this book. Look in Genesis chapter number 1, verse number 1. Four words. In the beginning, God. That's how God revealed himself to us. In the beginning, God. And that's all he said about himself. In the beginning, God. The study of God is one of the most rewarding and challenging doctrines that has ever entered, entered the mind and heart of man. The Bible introduces us to the thought of God in the opening verse of the Bible. In the beginning, God. He does not bother to explain Himself in that opening verse and in this verse He just introduces us to the reality of God and everything that we know about God He has revealed to us in this book everything that we need to know about Him in this life is revealed to us in this book about God now God is a He's an all knowledgeable God. There's no no, uh, beginning or ending to his knowledge. He is a God of knowledge. He's a God of understanding. He's a God of wisdom. He's a God that his, his wisdom is infinite. You think about a God that could create all that we know to be. And it all fits together and works as it should. That's God. And everything that we need to know about God, he has given us in this book. In the beginning, God. And that's the only thing, that's the only way he introduces himself to us. Doesn't try to explain himself in that opening verse, just says, I want you to know this about me. In the beginning, God. Is that the beginning of God? No. We're going to discover as we read on that this is the beginning of his creation. He was before time. He was before creation. And this is God in in the beginning of his creation of everything we know to be today. And that's how he opens up this Bible. In the beginning, God. God. Who is this God? Who is this wonderful creature that calls and refers himself by the name God? Dr. H.L. Wilmington said these words, said the greatest and most profound idea the human mind can ever conceivably entertain concerns the possibility of the existence of a personal God. The sheer importance of man's response to this idea cannot be exaggerated for it will not only govern his life down here, but also determine his ultimate destiny. He writes on, he says, unless one satisfactory answers the who question, he cannot possibly solve the how, why, when, and where problems of his own existence. As you turn the pages of this book, God further reveals himself. You turn a page and he shows you a little bit more about himself. Turn another page and he reveals a little bit more about himself. (laughs) And he he perfectly reveals himself through the pages of. Of this blessed book. Listen to how God talks about Himself as you get into the depths of it in the book of Isaiah. He said in Isaiah 44 8, Fear ye not, neither be afraid. Have not I told thee from that time and have declared it? Ye are even my witnesses. Listen to Him now. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. God looked around the expanses of heaven, of eternity. He looked to his left, to his right, behind him, in front of him. He says, is there any God, other gods out here? He says, nope, I'm here to tell you, there's no other. I'm it. <laughs> I'm God. I, I'm, I'm God and that's, that's what you need to know about me. I am he. This in Isaiah chapter 45 verse 18. Thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it. He hath established it. He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. Listen, I am the Lord and there is none else. In the beginning, God. That's who I want to get to know. That's who I must study in life. That's who I must focus my attention and heart upon is this God who is is all God And no one else has formed him. No one else made God. Never had a beginning. Never will have an ending. And there he is. God. And that's the one that wants to reveal himself to us. (laughs) You read on in our opening text. In the beginning God created. You discover as you read on in this blessed old Bible. That this God who refers to himself as God. And the only God is a creator. He creates and, and, and once he establishes the reality of God, then the Word of God begins divulging the creative power of this being called God. He said in Isaiah 43, or I'm sorry, in Genesis chapter 1, look at it with me. And the earth was of that form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. He goes on to tell you how he made the heaven and the earth. God created it. That's what we know by faith. Uh, I was reading, I've been reading a book here lately. It was actually written by a Catholic man, and, but he's very brilliant and he's, he uh, battles atheism all the time. And he said, uh, and the book was something about how to, how to answer an atheist. And he said, an atheist. A lot of them are very brilliant people and scientific. And said that they'll say, well, I can't, I can't see God. Show me God and I believe in him. I've got to have some evidence that there is God. And he said, I see no evidence for God. But he said, but what you're doing. He says, you're limiting the, the scope of evidence to merely science. And when you, when you just confine it to science. There is no evidence in your world. He said, but you get outside of science and get into another realm of a book written by God. And he'll reveal himself to you through this book. And there's plenty of evidence for the existence of God. And and God, throughout the first two chapters of the Bible, we come to acknowledge that there is a God and that this God is a creator We learn, we learn in the verses that we just read and further into chapter 1 and 2. We learn that this creating God creates by moving and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. He creates by speaking and, and God said, let there be light and there was light. He creates by speaking. You go on and He creates by forming. He formed man of the dust of the ground. He forms with his hands. That's how he creates. He creates by breathing into dust. And man became a living soul. And he also creates by operating surgically. He put Adam to sleep, reached inside, poured a a rib out of there. And that's why why we have pains in our sides. Well, I better not go there. He reached inside, pulled that rib out, closed up the flesh instead thereof, and He created a woman. And He creates by operating. God can can create by any means He he wants to. Don't ever try to put God in a box and say, He's got to do it this way. He'll step outside of your box and do it another way. You'll find out real quick He's not going to let you limit Him. He's going to be God no matter what we say about Him. So throughout the chapter, the first two chapters of our Bible, we find out that He is God and that He is a creating God. And He creates by many. But we go a little bit further. We take a closer look. And we find out that God is a God of order and purpose. He created the sun. He created the moon. He created the stars. Look with me in Genesis chapter 1 verse 14. Look what it says about about this God. And God said, verse 14, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be these lights he's talking about. Let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. and Let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. You find out that there's creating God that can create any way that he wants to. He's got an order and a purpose for everything that he creates. And that leads me to say this. he's He's got a purpose for your life. He's got a purpose for everything that he's ever created. He's got something in mind for your life. You're not just an accident. You didn't just show up and surprise God that you're here. God is a God of purpose. He Set those two lights in that firmament, and he said that you do this and you do that. And stars, you twinkle in the night and give a little illumination. And also I'm going to use you to divide the seasons, the day and the night. I'm going to use you in a great way. And, and from that day forward, they were set just as God set them. And they sit there and they're still doing today what God said that many thousand years ago. God is a God of order and purpose. You read on, you go even further. I'm, I'm getting there, sister. You can't just jump into this thing about God and, and jump right in the middle of God. You've got to start where God starts with it. His creation, this creation sustains and reproduces itself. He said in chapter 1, verses 21 and 22 And God created great whales, and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly, and every winged fowl of his kind. And God saw that it was God, and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the waters in the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth. So this creating God creates within His creation a way for that creation to sustain itself and to reproduce itself. The trees have their way of reproductive uh, efforts. Man and woman have their way of reproducing themselves, and God put that in His creation. This is this is a wonderful being we're talking about. We're studying about tonight. God, I mean, who else but God could do such a thing? But then we find out, and here's where here's where we're headed to. When He created this being called man, He created him. In the image and likeness of Himself. I want you to watch it with me in verse 26 of chapter 1. This is all just the opening chapter of God's book. In verse 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image and our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over cattle, and over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man In his own image, in the image of God, created him, male and female, created him, them. The word image used in our text simply defined means this a representation or similitude of any person or thing. So when God created man, he created, he reached down there in the dust, and with his hands, he formed that dust into a creature called man. He stooped a little bit closer. And he stooped even further down And he breathed into his nostrils The breath of life And the Bible says that man became a Living soul Made in the image and likeness Of this creating God Man Dust, breath And soul Three parts Dust, breath, and soul What is the dust? That's the body of man What is the, what is the The breath, that's the spirit of man, the breath of life. What is the soul? It's the eternal being, essence, soul of man. Body, soul, spirit. Man made in the image of God, three distinct parts, making up, comprising one individual called man, later called by name as Adam, made in the image, the similitude of God made in the likeness of God body soul spirit well with him announcing to us that he made man in the image and likeness of God that oppressed us to ask a question well if man has three parts listen listen to uh First Thessalonians, I think it is. If you got your Bible, turn there real quickly. First Thessalonians. I want to show you this. I don't want you to think I'm just making this stuff up. First Thessalonians chapter five, I believe it is. First Thessalonians chapter five. Look in verse number twenty three. Watch what your Bible says. It says, "And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly." And I pray God your whole look. He's talking. He's talking to men. He's talking to Christians. He said, "I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body, three parts. I pray your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ." That's a study in and of itself. The triune uh, composition of man, body, soul, and spirit. But that man was made in the image and likeness of God. That presses this point. Is God three? Is there three gods? Is there three parts of God? What is the answer? If there's this man, a triune being, It's made in the image and likeness of God. What is God? Look with me. Look with me in Deuteronomy chapter 6. We're going to to find out from the Bible. Deuteronomy chapter number 6. Look at this with me. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Verse number 4. God speaking to his people. Israel. He said. Deuteronomy 6 verse 4. Hear O Israel. The Lord our God. Here it is. Is one Lord. He says I'm one. Don't ever forget that. He's one. He's just one God. There's not three gods. You remember what God said. I looked around. I could not find another God. I'm it. There's one God. One Lord. One God. But let's go a little bit deeper with this being called God. Come to First John with me. First John chapter number five. First John chapter number five. look at this with me. We're searching this God who is one. We're looking at this God who is one. First John chapter 5, verse number 7. For there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. Here it is. And these three are one. Huh. Wait a minute. That's blown my mind already. That's just tore my mind up. Trying to conceive that there's one God, but he, there, there's three to Him. There's the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. But these three are one. Look with me. It says the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. Come back to Genesis 1 with me. Let's find out. The Father, the Word, the Holy Ghost. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 1. Let's find out if the these, these three... Parts of God, these three entities of God is present in the opening verses. In the beginning, God. Who is that? God the Father. In the beginning, God. God the Father. Created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And here it is, the second second part of God. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And here it is. And God said the word. All three of them showing up right here in the first, first three verses of the word of God. Come over, come over to chapter 1. Look in chapter 1 verse number 26. Here's an amazing th- thing. I got to think about this as I was studying this out, Brother Derek. I found a place where God talks to himself. I've heard that people talk to themselves are nuts, mental cases. And I got worried about that Because I do a lot of that The only bad thing about it is I don't listen to myself Anybody in here Talk to yourself Oh quit (laughs) Quit I know you do I know y'all riding down the road I know you get to talking to yourself I know how you women are when you're looking in the mirror (laughs) Look at this Here's God talking to himself And God Verse number 26 And God said, there's the word. And God said, let us. (laughs) Wow, who is that? Let us. He's talking to himself. He's not talking to any other gods. Let us make man in our, that's plural, our image. After our likeness, God talking to himself, he said, I'm going to make a man. I'm going to make him out of the dust of the ground that will be his body. He formed it with his hands. He reached down there, breathed into his nostrils the breath of the life. There's the spirit going into the man. And when those two came together, it says, and man became a living soul. Made in the image and likeness of God. God the Father. God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, three distinct personalities, three distinct offices, if you will, three distinct, but they're one, one, one God, one God, there's three parts to Adam laying there on that ground, he becomes a living soul, how many Adams are there, one, Free, but yet one. And that's how God reveals himself to us. Didn't we learn? did we learn that God is one God? Yes, we did. But the Bible goes further into his revelation of himself and tells us that he is three: the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. Who is the, the Father? Listen to it. You all know the verse, John 3:16. For God, God, for God, same God as in the beginning, God, for God, so loved the world that He gave, here it is, His only begotten Son. That means this God is a Father. This Father is the one who gave His Son, but there's the same being they one and the same. Who is the Father? He's none other than God himself. Proverbs chapter 30 verse 4. You don't have to turn there, but listen to these, this question. Out of the book of Proverbs. Proverbs. He said, who hath ascended up into heaven or descended? Who hath gath- gathered the wind in his fist? Talking about God's done that. Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? And what is his son's name? If thou canst tell. Back in the book of Proverbs, it was talking about the son of God the Father. What's his name? We know from flipping the pages of this blessed old book. That we get to the New Testament. His name is called Jesus. 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 He further reveals himself to us in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Who is this word? Come to John chapter 1, the gospel according to John chapter number 1. The gospel according to John. Look at this in John chapter 1 verse number 1. This begins just like Genesis 1:1. <laughs> In the beginning was the Word. We read about it, He's God. In the beginning was the word and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. How can we ever how can we ever mentally fathom that, that one verse? In the beginning was the word and the Word was with God. The word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. (laughs) Go on and read verse number three. All things were made by him. Who? This word. And without him was not anything made that is made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. So this son, this word is called God. Who Who is the Holy Ghost? Look in Acts chapter number 5. Who is the Holy Ghost? We've been studying through the book of Acts. And we, we went through the book of Acts chapter number 5. And we saw two people, a man and his wife by the name of Ananias and Sapphira. Ananias and Sapphira, they conspired with each other to sell some land. And bring just a portion of it. And put it at the apostles' feet. But what they did was they told them, said, this is all we got. And they lied Right there to the apostles Now watch this But Peter verse number 3 Acts 5 But Peter said Ananias Why has Satan filled thine heart To lie to the Holy Ghost And to keep back part of the price of the land Verse 4 Why has it remained was it not thine own After it was sold Was it not in thine own power why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. Who is the Holy Ghost? He's God. God the Father. God the Son. God the Holy Ghost. There are three. But there's one God. One. Just one. They're with each other. They can manifest themselves separately. They can manifest themselves as in a... They're one, just one God. Are you ever going to figure that out? I'm working on it. You will not never get it figured out. None of us. We could put every one of our minds together tonight. And we would never get this thought about God figured out in our minds. I've often tried to, tried to illustrate man made in the image and likeness of God this way. He's three parts. He's body, soul, and spirit. You see, that's what, that's what people don't understand about life, about ourselves. We're not just a body. We're not, we're not. Let me see how I can put this. We're not a body with a soul. We're a soul that has a body. You see, the body's not the real us. And we know that. Why? Because it'll die and go to the grave. This body will perish. This body will go extinct. This body will go back to the dust as God said it would, because why? We're made of dust. It goes back to dust. But man thinks, well, and I've got a message that I've been working on on this, on eternal truths. Man thinks, well, because we saw that body go into a, a coffin, that's the end of him. Oh, no. Inside of that body was a soul that lives somewhere eternally. Either in heaven or in hell, depending on what that individual did with Jesus Christ while they had breath of life. And so, I try, I try to illustrate it like this. There's a man, body, soul, and spirit. It's like a football. You take the outer shell of a football. It's got a certain shape to it, formed in the image of God. It's got a certain shape to it. And there it is, a football, an outer shell of leather. But you take a pump, and you start pumping what? Air into it. Inside of that football is a bladder that fills up with that air, and it fills up to the shape of that outside leather. That's how man is constructed. You see the real me's on the inside looking out at you. I'm looking, I'm looking at some people that are eternal Going to live somewhere forever. And it all depends on what we do with Jesus Christ in this life. Made in the image, made in the likeness of God. Three, but we're one. He's three, but He's one. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. What does the Father say about Himself? There is no God. There is no other God. I am He. What does the Son say about Himself? I and my Father are one. What does the Holy Ghost say about Himself? He doesn't. Because He don't speak of Himself, according to John 16. He came to magnify Jesus Christ. But He's God. Just as much God... The Holy Ghost is not an it, it's not an influence, it's not a power, he's God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Three, but they're one. (laughs) I sure do love understanding that, but I understand it by faith. We'll never get it understood in our mental capabilities. If we could, God would cease being God. If we could limit God to our finite minds, He would not be the God that this Bible declares Him to be. He's God. (laughs) And that's the God that we pray to. That's the God who lives inside of every believer. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. And by the way, the Bible... Never, never, never uses the word Trinity. Doesn't use it. He calls it the Godhead. The Godhead. And he said about Jesus Christ, in him dwell all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. How could Mary ever know? I know Mark Lowry wrote that song, Mary, Did You Know? How could she ever with her mind really comprehend who she was holding in her arms? How could those disciples that followed him for three and a half years fully know who this, who this man named Jesus, this this master, this Lord really was? I believe, I believe on that side of Calvary, the disciples had no problem believing that he was a man. But they just could not get a The hold of him being God Now on this side of Calvary I have no problem believing That Jesus Christ is God Where I stumble at Is to realize that he is A man He was just as much a man As me and you in this room But he was God (laughs) Are we ever going to figure Something like that out No Melinda We never will we believe it as God has revealed himself to us we believe it by faith that's how God describes himself to us is that the end oh no you get to you get into this studying the names of God he's Alpha and Omega the beginning and the end he's counselor he's the day star he's eternal God He's the friend of sinners he's God Almighty He's, he's everything. He's the alphabet. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's everything. There was a man I let Brother Marty uh, borrow the books here a while back. And when you loan a book to a preacher, you have to put on the inside, Thou Shalt Not Steal. <laughs> I let him borrow some books of mine by a gentleman by the name of R.J. Rose. Rose. And he took that concept of God being the Alpha and the Omega, and he went through every name he could find describing God in that Bible. And he wrote books, five volumes of books. And you know what John said about it? He said said, if everything was written about what just Jesus Christ did, the world could not contain the books that would be written. In a man who was God living on our planet for three and a half years. (laughs) And that's the God that you're praying to. That's the God that you talk to every time you talk. You're talking to a God that is three in one. Who can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. That God, if you're saved, is your God. That God, if you're saved, if you're born again, if you're a child of God, that God is your Lord and Master. And He's one day coming back for us all. And tonight would be fine with me. Amen. That's my study for tonight. That's all that's all I had. He's 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 God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. But He's one. Let's all stand tonight. See if we can get out of here so those kids can come in tonight. I hope that helped you tonight, just to just to see it in the some things as about himself. Pray that this be this this'll just be a little jumping off point for you to study even further. About this being called God, brother.